The verse of the Quran Karim that I recited is a verse in Surah Talaq, also known as Surah Nisa'i Sughra, which appears in the 28th Jews of the Holy Quran. And the teaching that Allah conveys in this ayat is one that He mentioned in many other verses in the Holy Quran. Allah Ta'ala says here, وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ That he who puts his trust in Allah, he who relies upon Allah, فَهُوَ حَزْبُهُ Then undoubtedly Allah is enough for him. From this we learn that Allah Ta'ala is speaking about tawakkul. وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ The word yatawakkal is a verb from the root word tawakkul. And what is the meaning of tawakkul? It is to put your trust in Allah in terms of one's belief while adopting the means of achieving something. And this is important. It is something that the awliya Allah have expounded upon in much detail. I am just giving a summary. But inshallah, from this verse and from the hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa that I will quote, we will get enough information to understand what is tawakkul, the importance of tawakkul and how to implement this. So tawakkul means to put your trust in Allah in anything that you want to achieve or anything that you wish to avoid. In other words, as the Arabic wording appears in the books of hadith, Jalbul Manfi'a wa Daf'ul Madarra to achieve some benefit or to ward off some evil or harm. It is the belief of a mu'min and it is the belief of every member of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah that no benefit or harm can be achieved or can be warded off except with the permission of Allah. This appears in various verses of the Quran Kareem. In one ayat Allah Ta'ala says, قُلْ لَيْ يُصِيبَنَا إِلَّا مَا كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَنَا That say, O Muhammad, Nothing can befall us 
accept that which Allah has written in our taqdeer. And in this regard, there is a beautiful hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I'll quote that particular hadith sharif. One day, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addressed a particular sahabi. And he made the statement, he says, وَعْلَمْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةَ لَوْ اجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكْ وَعْلَمْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةَ لَوْ اجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَضُرُّوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَضُرُّوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكَ رُفِعَتِ الْأَقْلَامِ وَجَفَّتِ السُّحُفِ He says you must know that if the whole ummah now which tamat if they all come together to benefit you in the least in the smallest thing they cannot benefit you except illa ma kataballahu lak to the extent that allah has written down in your taqdeer whatever allah has written for you they can benefit you only to that extent and if the entire ummah again he says wa'lam you must know well understand this well if the whole ummah unites to harm you even in the slightest form even in the least bit of harm they cannot harm you except that which allah has written for you in your taqdeer and then at the end nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam says rufi'atil aqlam wa jaffati suhuf the pins have been lifted in other words the pins have now been put down there's no more writing and the scrolls have dried that is Taqdeer is already written, it has already been finalized. There is no change to that. From this hadith, we learn that part of taqdeer, or rather part of tawakkul, is one's firm belief in taqdeer. That's why, let's go back to this ayat again. وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَزْبُ He who puts his trust in Allah, فَهُوَ حَزْبُهُ that will be sufficient. That is enough for him. Allah is enough for him. Inna Allah baligu amrihi. Most certainly, Allah shall bring to pass his affairs. In other words, the matters that he has decreed, Allah will make it happen. Qad ja'ala Allahu li kulli shay'in qadran. Undoubtedly, Allah has fixed, Allah has stipulated for everything a taqdeer. In other words, everything has been measured by Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written down a particular and a fixed taqdeer for every single thing in this world. Whether it is one's death, whether it is one's illness, whether it is harm, whether it is the birth of a child, the marriage of someone, whether it is the breaking up of that marriage, whether it is the achieving of some worldly skill, whether it is a person opening up a new business, whether it is someone losing his business, whether it is loss in dunya, whether it is gain in this dunya, every single thing has been fixed and stipulated by Allah. Nothing can change it. So once we understand, once we have this belief in taqdeer, then no loss is depressing to us and no gain is actually no gain will make us overzealous and overjoyed whatever happens if it is gain in this dunya we thank allah and we are humble
And if it is lost in this dunya, we make sabr, we are patient, we are forbearing, we are tolerant, and we resign ourselves to the taqdeer of Allah. And we also thank Allah. We thank Allah because in that loss too, there is some benefit for us. Therefore, Allah Ta'ala says, Allah." Now with taqdeer comes the amal of tawakkul. So taqdeer is a belief. We believe in taqdeer. We believe that Allah has ordained everything. And then once that belief is firm, it is settled in the heart, we are able to put our trust in Allah. And let's go back to that hadith again. And then we start believing that whatever Allah has decreed, even if the whole world come together, and when we say the whole world, we can also include the people with all the resources of the world, if they want to change that taqdeer. In other words, if it is good for you, they want to change it and give you something bad. And if it is bad for you, they want to change it and give you something good. They will not be able to do so because Allah has ordained something and no one has the power. The entire world has no power whatsoever to change that which Allah has ordained. Yes, an important part of tawakkul is we must adopt the means as well. We can't say that I trust in Allah and then I don't do anything. It's like a person saying that no, I will get Jannat, but I'm not making Salah, neither am I giving Zakat, nor am I fasting. And I say, no, my taqdeer is Jannat, I will get my Jannat. Obviously, we need to strive for something. We need to work towards something. So we adopt the means and then we put our trust in Allah like Nabi sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa said, I'qil ibilak wa tawakkal ala Allah. Tie your camel and put your trust in Allah. In one hadith sharif, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, Khudil amra bit tadbir. And one hadith sharif says, At-tadbiru nisful aql. He says, you must approach matters, adopt matters with planning. Tadbir is planning, pre-planning. There's nothing wrong in terms of sharia, there's nothing wrong to plan something that you wish to do. In fact, it has been encouraged. Khudil amra. It's a command from Rasulullah that you must adopt planning in your affairs. And he says planning or pre-planning is half of intelligence. In other words, an intelligent person is one who plans. Even Rasulullah planned certain things. He never did things haphazardly. So planning is not contrary to taqdeer. Adopting the means is not contrary to taqdeer. It is uh, rather not contrary to tawakkul. It is part of tawakkul. Planning is part of tawakkul. You plan, but then you say, Ya Allah, for this plan to succeed, I need your guidance and your help. And then we come to a third aspect, also related to taqdeer or related to tawakkul, and that is dua. So we put our trust in Allah and then we make dua. And dua is particularly important when we look at another aspect of taqdeer. So let me explain that when it comes to matters of taqdeer, there are two categories. There are certain things which we have control over, which we can do. 
In these things you adopt the means and the methods that Allah has placed at your disposal, the resources Allah has given you, for example, to earn your risk, to work, to earn your akhirat, to make amal. That's all in our power. Allah doesn't give us any burden that we cannot bear. So we have the ability, we have the health, we have the strength. The beauty part of our deen is that you don't need money. You don't need to be rich and wealthy to practice your deen. Deen can be practiced by every single human being, regardless of what resources he has or doesn't have, or she has or she doesn't have. Deen can always be practiced. So this is in our volition, it's in our control. We have the ability to do that, like we have the ability to eat if a person is hungry and you have the food. So you have the power to cook that food, to eat it, to bring it into your, towards the mouth, to consume it, to drink that water. So many things in life we have the ability to do it, so we adopt the means. But then there are certain things that are beyond our control. For example, sicknesses, illnesses, it's something that you can't avoid. How many healthy people and people who have healthy lives, they have adopted healthy lifestyles, which is also a good thing. And even in spite of that, they still fall ill. They succumb to some illness and you find some people, I know of, I know of a number of people that will boast that we haven't seen after 50 years, 55 years, they say we haven't seen the inside of a doctor's surgery. But then suddenly the person suffers a heart attack and he leaves this dunya. So certain things are beyond our control. Even the risk, certain aspects of risk. A person works, you open a business, you got a shop, you work. But the risk that you're going to get, the amount of income and earnings, the turnover, that is fixed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can take two people in this dunya doing the same business, exactly the same, adopting the same means and methods, but the one will make much more profit than the other, or the one will earn more than the other. So this is something that is not in our control. Hazrat Mawlana Masihullah rahmatullahi one of the great awliya Allah of this century, he used to say that, Earning is not in your control, but spending is. So rather focus on how you spend, so there is more barakat in your earning and there is savings in your life, in your income. So for those things that are not in our control, we need to focus on dua, we need to turn to dua and make dua to Allah. Allah protect us from illnesses, Allah Ta'ala protect us from harm. When there is someone out there who wants to harm you, whether it is a person who wants to rob, a person who wants to steal. Sometimes you don't have the ability to stop that person. You can have security measures in place inside your house, outside. But today, if a person wants to steal and wants to break in, he's going to find some way to do it. So these are things that are beyond your control. This is where you put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for this, I advise people to learn the different du'as that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, du'as to be read in the morning, in the evening, so that these du'as also form part of our protection, that's also part of our security and our protective measures. It is 
dua and that dua is a part of tawakkul. When you make dua, you are handing your affairs over to Allah, especially those affairs which you have no control over. When you make dua, you are soliciting the help of Allah. You are putting your trust in Allah. And that is why when we do make dua, make it with a firm commitment, make it with conviction. So the lesson we learned today is that to believe firmly in taqdeer, and part of that taqdeer is to put your trust in Allah and to assist you in this tawakkul. It is to make dua to Allah, constantly turning to Allah. And remember, you don't need any particular ayat to read any particular dua. Make a turaqat salah, make dua in your own words. After you read your farad salah, lift up those hands and ask Allah whatever you need, what your fears are, what your ambitions are. Place it before Allah lifting up the hands in your own words and you find that when you make dua in your own words there is ikhlas there is sincerity and soon the answer to that dua will come from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may allah ta'ala guide us and grant us the full understanding of this great and important quality of tawakkul may allah ta'ala make us among those who practice and Allah says, Inna Allah yuhibbul mutawakkilin. Undoubtedly, Allah loves those who practice this quality of tawakkul. Ameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.